Jesus and the woman at the well. Good morning, Christian America. Friends, if there's ever an example, if there's ever a portion of scripture, a lesson that we need in today's world, it's Jesus's encounter with the Samaritan woman at the well. For a lot of reasons that we're going to get into today, but we as Christians need to recognize Jesus's response to an outsider, someone who is not part of the community, someone who is looked down upon, but who is also a regular person. She is a child of God, and the way that he interacts with her should resonate with us as Christians as we act and speak and interact with people of the world, believers and non-believers, and let us take a lesson from Jesus today. Let's get into scripture, the gospel according to John chapter four. Good morning, Christian America. And good morning, Christian America. Eddie here is always representing the Christian American revitalization effort where we seek to revitalize the Christian faith across our nation. Friends, thank you for joining us. Without you, we couldn't exist. And so our mission here, our goal has always been to, to spread the word of God across our nations, to revitalize the faith across our land because it's so important. We start with scripture. And we don't ask for your donations. We ask for your participation, participate in the Christian American community and the revitalization effort uh, just by simply subscribing to this podcast, subscribing to this YouTube channel, this Rumble channel. You can also go to ChristianAmericanTees.com, pick yourself up some Christian American apparel, show the world that you put Christ at the forefront of your lives. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, I want to get right into scripture because it's a long passage today. Um, you, longer than usual, but it's important because the lesson that Jesus gives us is super important and how we interact with people today. So get your Bibles, turn to the gospel of John chapter four, verse one says, now when Jesus learned that the Pharisees had heard that, uh, that the Jesus was making and baptizing more disciples than John, although Jesus himself was not baptizing just his disciples, he left Judea. And returned to Galilee. He had to pass through Samaria. So he came to a town of Samaria called Sychar, near the plot of land that Jacob had given to his son Joseph. Jacob's well was there. Jesus, tired from his journey, sat down there at the well. It was about noon. A woman of Samaria came to draw water. Jesus said to her, give me a drink. His, disciple had, his disciples had gone into town to buy food. The Samaritan woman said to him, how can you, a Jew, ask me, a Samaritan, for a drink? For Jews use nothing in common with Samaritans. Jesus answered and said to her, if you knew the gift of God and who is saying to you, give me a drink, you would have asked him and he would have given you living, living water. The woman said to him, sir, you do not even have a bucket and the well is deep. Where then can you get this living water? You uh, are you greater than our father Jacob, who gave us this well and drank from it himself with his children and his flock? Jesus answered and said to her, everyone who drinks from this well will be thirsty again. But whoever drinks the water I shall give will never thirst. The water I shall give will become in him a spring of water welling up to eternal life. The woman said to him, sir, give me this water so that I may not be thirsty or have to keep coming here to draw water. Jesus said to her, go call your husband and come back. 
The woman answered and said to him, I do not have a husband. Jesus answered her, you are right in saying, I do not have a husband. You have had five husbands and the one you have now is not your husband. What you have said is true. The woman said to him, sir, I can see that you are a prophet. Our ancestors worshiped on this mountain, but you people say that the place to worship is in Jerusalem. Jesus said to her, believe me, woman, the hour is coming when you will worship the father, neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem. You people will, you people worship what you do not understand. We worship what we understand because salvation is from the Jews, but the hour is coming and is now here when true worshipers will worship the father in spirit and in truth. And indeed the father seeks such people to worship him. God is spirit, and those who worship him must worship in spirit and truth. The woman said to him, I know that the Messiah is coming, the one called the anointed. When he comes, he will tell us everything. Jesus said to her, I am he, the one who is speaking with you. At this moment, the disciples returned and were amazed. He was talking with the woman, but, but still no one said what are you looking for? Or why are you talking to her? The woman left her water jar and went into the town and said to the people, come see a man who told me everything I have done. Could he possibly be the Messiah? They went out of the town and came to him. Meanwhile, the disciples urged him, Rabbi, eat. But he said to them, I have food to eat of which you do not know. So the disciples said to one another, could someone have brought him something to eat? Jesus said to them, my food is to do the will of the one who sent me and to finish his work. Do you not say in four months the harvest will be here? I tell you, look up and see the fields ripe for the harvest. The reaper is already receiving his payments and gathering crops for eternal life so that the sower and the reaper can rejoice together. For here, the saying is verified that one sows, another reaps. I sent you to reap what you have not worked for. Others have done the work and you are sharing the fruits of their work. Many Samaritans from the town began to believe in him because of the word of the woman who testified. He told me everything I have done. When the Samaritans came to him, they invited him to stay with him, with them. And he stayed there two days. Many more began to believe in him because of his word. And they said to the woman, we no longer believe because of your word, for we have heard for ourselves, and we know that this is truly the savior of the world. Friends, there is so much in this passage we want to talk to uh, that we could talk to you about. But the overarching message that I want to reiterate to you today is in this lesson that Jesus provides to us is one, he's in, a, he's in another part of the land. He's in Samaria. He's at the well. He's in a place where Jews, and he's talking where uh, to a woman that Jews typically don't talk to. And in this place, in this encounter with someone who would normally be an enemy, someone who would normally be someone of the other side, I want you to think of the way we treat ourselves today. We, we're talking about someone that lives in a blue state versus someone who lives in a red state. We're going to talk about someone who's a, a Democrat versus someone who's a Republican, someone who's a Cowboys fan or a Washington football team's fan or whatever they're called now. Someone who is a part of one community and not a part of another community. You can think black, you can think white, you can divide yourselves along the racial gender lines that we all 
seem to be living under. But what Jesus does is he bypasses all of that. And he speaks to the woman as a woman, as a person, as another child of God, as someone who is deserving of respect because they are a child of God. And she, in turn, does it. It starts to get kind of confrontational. Who are you? Do you claim to be greater than our father Jacob, who gave us this well? That's how she first responds to him. But when he doesn't respond with rudeness, when he doesn't respond with hurtful sayings when he doesn't respond with violence and he responds with compassion and love and understanding for her for her ignorance she then opens her mind to to be able to listen to what jesus says and then when she listens to what jesus says and jesus tells her all about herself she starts to realize that this is not some mere traveler sitting by the well this is somebody special is this a prophet she goes back into the town and she talks to her friends and to the other people of the town and said he could he be the messiah once we open our minds and our hearts and treat each other regardless of where we're from regardless of our race regardless of our gender regardless of our politics regardless of from where we grew up regardless of our ethnicity regardless of all of these things once we once we start treating each other and and talking to each other as human beings as child as children of god people who are made in the image of god that were made for one another that were made to commune with ourselves each other in love and compassion and in our society and a people who were meant to worship the almighty meant to worship god to seek god to trust in god to worship him to rely on him someone who helped who, who created us who lives within us who whose plan we are a part of who's open with his arms wide and just waiting to embrace us waiting to bring us back in to his bosom waiting to take care of us waiting to provide that mercy and grace for us if we if we're just willing to accept it if we're willing to uh pardon not our hearts and open our minds and treat each other as we want to be treated and to love one another as he tells us to if we're if, if we're able to worship him and not take him for granted not take his name in vain uh worship him and follow his commandments jesus says if you if you're my people you'll follow my commandments if, if, you'll, if you're my people, you'll listen to me. If you're my people, you'll follow me. If you're my people, you'll pick up your cross and follow me. It, it's putting God first. It's seeking the kingdom first. And all of these other things will be given to you. When we're following the lesson that Jesus provides us today with his encounter with this woman, this Samaritan woman at the well, and then the entire community that she's a part of, come out to the well to see them. So one, they've opened their minds, they've opened their hearts through curiosity based on the, the witness of one woman. They take it upon themselves to come see what all the fuss is about. And they, they, they don't come with, with pitchforks and, and tiki torches and, and they don't come to do violence. They come with an open heart because of the things that they've heard. And then they encounter Jesus. And when Jesus starts to talk to them, they invite him. They want to hear more. Come stay with us. Come stay with us. Jesus stays there for two days. And scripture says that more people started to follow him. So just previously, 
there's a whole section of people who don't associate themselves with the Jews and the Jews don't associate themselves with the Samaritans. But yet in that brief moment, in these few chapters, you see that the power of Jesus, the power of Christ's love for everyone can break down those barriers. They can have conversations and then hearts and minds can be won over, not for evil, not for bad intent, but for good, for the love of Christ. And that's exactly what we see. I'm going to encourage you this week, friends, when you encounter the world, when you talk to someone who doesn't agree with you on everything, here's a news, here's a news flash. No one is going to ever agree with you on everything. But when you encounter someone who doesn't agree with you on something, don't take offense. Don't get a defensive posture. Don't hurl insults. Don't make accusations, but yet love him as or love them as Jesus loved this woman and the Samaritan village. That way you can build bonds of mutual trust, admiration, and respect. And through time, you grow to love one another in the truest sense of the word as Christ commands us to. Friends, I ask you to try that. Try that this week. Stop arguing with people. Stop being divisive with people. Stop trying to pick your side versus that side with people. And, and, and instead, close your mouth. Open your ears. And let your heart be vulnerable with the other person so that you can gain a, an understanding and a love for one another. It's also noteworthy to recognize that Jesus' followers, surprised at, as to what's going on, they didn't say a word. They didn't say a word. They didn't even question him. They sat by and they listened and they learned. And that way, when Jesus is resurrected and ascends to his father, the, the apostles that are left, they follow this example. And they go from town to town, Jew to Gentile, synagogue to synagogue, and build the body of Christ, which we know as the almighty church. And so friends, with that, have a blessed week. Again, if you like messages like this, we, try, we, we, we seek to uh, provide inspiration, education, and information for you and to spread God's word across our nation, to gain confidence in our faith and who we are and who we've always been, to spread the love of God and to make our country and our, and our world a better place. If you support that, we don't ask for your donation. We ask for your participation. Um, subscribe to this podcast, this YouTube channel, this Rumble channel. Follow us on all the social media platforms. Go to ChristianAmericanTees.com. Pick yourself up some Christian American apparel. And until Friday, friends, you guys stay on fire for Christ. Stay blessed. Good morning, Christian America.